Hello and welcome to StarCast from Planet Waves. My name is Eric Francis Coppolino, the author of the Planet Waves Horoscope and the host of Planet Waves FM, here with the edition of StarCast for Wednesday, the 11th of August, 2021. This is the midweek edition. Hello and welcome on a hot, muggy, hopefully raining soon day here in upstate New York. Uh, Today, we begin with the planet Mercury entering the sign Virgo, one of the two signs that, uh, that Mercury rules, the, uh, the other, of course, being Gemini. They're both mutable signs. Mercury is a nice mutable planet, meaning that it's got all kinds of different facets to its nature. Uh, in Virgo, it will tend to be meticulous and thoughtful, so that's something to add to your cue. Uh, however, at the moment that I am uh, doing this reading, about uh, two hours before Mercury changes signs, Mercury is moving through the mysterious 30th degree of Leo, the degree with the symbol and unsealed letter. So if over the past 24 hours you've found yourself revealing secrets of various kinds uh, or finding things out about other people, that would not surprise me. I love that 30th degree of Leo and the whole concept of the unsealed letter. It would be nice if we lived like that a little bit more. Speaking of, uh, one uh, interesting aspect that supports this uh, open up about deep things ethos of the last degree of Leo is Venus in Virgo trine Pluto in Capricorn. So that's a trine aspect indicating kind of an, an opening or easy access to something and the combination of venus and pluto can have that uh kind of um it's a kind of a wholesome form of lusty especially in the earth signs and venus in virgo uh representing some form of emotional and psychic healing uh, we don't talk about these things enough when it comes to sexuality. Uh, we all know that many of us are walking around with unresolved issues and unresolved questions and unanswered questions and many things like that. And uh, the the notion of sexual healing can sound very appealing, but then what do you do about it and, uh, and, and where do you go? Well, one place to go is um, any place that people... Uh, are honest about sex and where sex is not held as a moral issue. The whole problem with the discussion of sex is we think of it as being a moral issue. Uh, Venus Quincunx Eris is saying that uh, there there is going to have to be a kind of a wild side to any opening up. That tends to be what is injured and suppressed is the ability to open up and, of course, the notion uh, that one is not a good girl. Another problem, but this is part of the moralistic issue. Along the way, uh, at, the, at the time of uh, Mercury's ingress into Virgo, we also have Mars making a 90-degree angle to the asteroid Juno. Now, Juno is uh, often associated with matters of marriage, but really there is the matter of jealousy. I think this is a much more important theme of Juno. And at the same time, Juno can have a kind of an activist 
um, meme to it. It's like interesting that that you have a a planet that on one level uh, Juno, I think, being the uh, the third discovered asteroid, being something that is about uh, jealousy and uh, the bone of contention in relationships. So keep an eye on that theme. You don't want to be too activist on the people that you love and uh, and that you care about. All right, quite quite a few more charts to read. Uh, in uh, in this day's astrology, I seem to cast more and more. Uh, the moon, as I have not mentioned, is in Libra. It entered Libra a little bit earlier in the day on Wednesday uh, than when I am recording. And when the moon enters Libra, it is also doing what is called mounting the cardinal cross. It is uh, therefore associated with all of the many planets in the cardinal signs. The cardinal signs are, are Aries. Uh, Libra, Cancer, and Capricorn. They're the signs uh, where the seasons of the year begin, and and then therefore they are associated with a uh, a, a degree of initiative and of um, uh, in- initiative, basically starting things, commencing things. The the energy needed <clears throat> to start things is often found in the cardinal signs. So very energetic signs. The moon moving through there is going to make contact with the great many planets. These include uh, Ixion, Quayar, Pholus. These are all minor but potent planets. None of them are, uh, are asteroids. Then uh, Salacia, again, not an asteroid. That's a trans-Neptunian object. Then Chiron, that's not an asteroid. That's a centaur planet. And then finally, the moon will make, uh, make squares to Eris and Pluto. So that's a lot going on over the next couple of days as the moon moves through Libra. Now, uh, when the moon uh, makes, well, the the first set of aspects that the moon makes in Libra uh, are to Pholus. That's that's the really big active one that's not that big, but it's certainly active and uh, highly energetic and salacia. So what this is telling me is that there is a lot of repressed and held down energy, and that... uh, Repressed and held down energy, when it uh, is in a repressed and held down state, tends to bubble up in ways that might seem uh, either less pleasant or inappropriate or less wholesome. This is completely an illusion uh, that's associated with uh, the, the kinds of denial that people place around their natural feelings. Nonetheless, there is quite a bit of repression and frustration, like it's not okay to have too much fun. But also there is this question of who could anyone these days possibly uh, trust enough to open up? Uh, we, we live in this world where uh, anything we say, we tend to say over the internet, anything we say over the internet can be recorded, documented, and then therefore published. And so no one has a sense that they're really existing in a private space. There are very few conversations that take place, uh, you know, off of electronic devices uh, in, in, a, uh, in, a, in a place where there is actual privacy. And so we live with this lurking feeling that, uh, that anything we say may be held against us, and that is not going to be conducive of trust. I'm sorry to say that. Moon moves long through, so you got to bring your own trust. And you have to be willing to take the chance and take the risk and, uh, and, and not let, oh, this might be dangerous. Somebody might be, betray my confidence in some way 
uh, as a uh, as an excuse for not being real. Okay, so the moon moves through Libra, and then uh, late morning on Thursday, all signs are uh, all times are Eastern time, makes a conjunction to Vesta. Uh, Vesta is an interesting planet uh, because it is about holding space for others to have the feelings that they have. This is a very important function in the building of trust. So when it comes to human relations, trust is fundamental. And people who are able to embody the qualities of Vesta are the ones who are able to um, hold out the space of trust. The moon is also opposite Chiron. So the moon opposite Chiron uh, means that there's going to be a lot of Chiron. And the thing to bear in mind uh, with this is to remember whose stuff belongs to who. We do a lot of things, a lot of taking things personally uh, in our world, things that are, have nothing uh, to do with us. And then we happen to be living in a time when many people are making things personal that are not personal, uh, where the public realm is invading the most private realm and just making it very difficult for people to basically live and breathe and, and, and get along with one another uh, because there is so much intrusion. I mean, it used to be, uh, you know, the nanny state and then like suddenly uh, the nanny state is everywhere. All right, Friday, uh, August 13th, uh, the moon is uh, still in Libra when um, everyone, <clears throat> excuse me, in North America wakes up and uh, it is a very busy moon uh, through the morning and into the early afternoon of, uh, of Friday, the 13th of August, the moon makes an opposition to Eris and a square to Pluto at the same time. The Pluto-Eris square, extremely rare configuration, uh, exact in our time only. Maybe at some, uh, some point in 100 years, there'll be another uh, square between Pluto and Eris, there happens to be one now, and um, it's quite unusual. So the moon passes through that, making an opposition to Eris <clears throat> and a square to Pluto. This is just, uh, it, it is intense from the standpoint of human relationships because it can have so much uh, need for involvement and investment in, in other people, uh, and, yet, and yet at the same time, a, a kind of a lone wolf feeling uh, that is not necessarily uh, that that pleasant. It can be a bit isolated. Um, and um, the thing is uh, that with Mercury, Mars, and Venus all in uh, the um, in the sign Virgo, there's going to be a lot of overthinking things here, and that that uh, overthinking can itself be isolating. So, uh, you know, f find a good reason to have a conversation with somebody and uh, to have that conversation off of electronic devices. Just try to get in a place where you can hang out, whether it's in a room where you feel secure or uh, sitting out in the park and uh, or taking a walk where you can actually share and, uh, and explore your feelings. A little bit later in the day, Friday 4.38, as the, the workday is ending here in the east, the moon makes its last aspect in the sign Libra. That is the moon trine Jupiter in very late Aquarius. So uh, that is, um, you know, good for hanging out. Uh, Libra moon into Jupiter Aquarius is um, is uh, certainly a very social aspect. Of course, 
the caution, as I see it, is is to um, make sure that you're hanging out with people with whom you can be honest. We do a lot of this, of, of doing things for the sake of appearances and appeasement and all this stuff, and I just cannot go there. Finally, the moon goes void, of course, after that, and uh, makes its uh, next move at 8.01.12 p.m., about 8.01 p.m. Eastern Time, when the moon enters Scorpio on Friday night. Speaking of Friday night, uh, I'll be, well, Friday, uh, earlier in the day, I'll be back with the weekend edition of StarCast, and uh, and then Friday night, planetwaves.fm, my weekly radio program. Got another humdinger of a program the show usually goes up at about 10 p.m. Eastern Time on the website planetwaves.fm. It is free for everyone to read. Planetwaves.net, where you're uh, the source of this particular podcast, is, uh, is a subscription website. Uh, you get access to my vast library of articles and my twice-monthly astrology readings for all 12 signs. And I've got a new book. Check on the cover of planetwaves.net always something exciting or interesting cooking at planetwaves.net and planetwaves.fm thank you for listening and you are listening to the music of vision quest the planet waves house ensemble bye for now